Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live from Florida's capital city, this is Tallahassee's Morning Show with Preston Scott on 100.7 FM, WFLA, and iHeart Radio Station. Three, two, one. You're on the air. Here we go. Well, good morning, everybody. Eight minutes past 6 a.m., 32 degrees outside. It's Monday, February the 8th, here on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. Tallahassee's Talk Radio, 100.7 FM, WFLA, broadcasting live from uh, the iHeart Studios here in Tallahassee. Sort of midtown, sort of not. Sort of sort of, kind of in between the, the center of Tallahassee and midtown, I guess. But uh, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Remember... All guests appear on the Prime Meridian Bank Home Loan Hotline. And whether you are joining us on Terrestrial Radio, 100.7 FM, or on iHeart, we appreciate it. Remember, you can always reach out to us, 205-WFLA, 205-9352, or email Preston at WFLA-FM. And that's the key on Facebook or Twitter, WFLA-FM. Over there in Studio 1A is David Allen. Doing better than I'd expected. I thought I thought you might be wearing ashes and sackcloth today, sir. <laughs> Started to call in sick. Broken hearted. Well, we were thinking of you at the Scott household yesterday. We were like, oh boy. I know what that's like. You're you're hoping, you're pulling, and uh just doesn't quite pan out. Carolina Panther is he. Um and uh yeah, Super Bowl. What did you think from stem to stern, though, of the, the, the day, the Super Bowl day? You had texted me something. Uh, they, they'd mentioned my dad a few times on the broadcast, uh, They I were guess. talking about all of the uh, gentlemen that have had the pleasure of calling the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, they interviewed Jack Whitaker. They showed footage of uh, Jack and, uh, uh, and uh, your, your father. There was just a uh, small clip, and, yeah. uh, and I had never seen that before. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. I could see Preston in there. <laughs> Jack, the only surviving member of the early broadcasters that uh, did Super Bowls, and uh, I thought Jim Nance was real, real classy in how he honored some of the some of the guys that preceded him in the booth. But um, what about the actual the the event? I, I know the outcome wasn't what you were looking for, but but from the commercials to the halftime show to you know all the festivities of having the MVPs. I thought it was funny when the MVPs walked out and some of them just blew off the, the, <laughs> yeah, the, the field, the yeah, field producer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm walking this way. <laughs> um, I suppose I thought that Super Bowl 50 should be I had a, full of more pomp and circumstance. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, as a whole, I was, uh, I was, I guess I didn't have an opinion of it. How was, did Lady Gaga do, in your opinion? Uh, I thought she did uh, a fine job. Were you a little surprised? No, no, I knew. I exactly thought her hairstyle was do. pathetically bad, but, <laughs> well, but I thought she did better than I expected. I uh, know that that woman can sing. She's got a lot of talent. See, I didn't agree with that uh, until last night. I thought now she does have not a bad voice, but I've I've never believed that she had much talent. 
but I was changed a little bit like last that, night. Yeah, yeah, she has yeah. the ability to to be a classical uh, singer. Yeah, she chooses not to. I I appreciated the halftime show until Beyonce got out there. Um, until then, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I'm not a Coldplay guy. I, I hear their music, and I, I thought they did a really good show. What I liked about it is they're just they stayed off the edges. They just did a good show. There was nothing uh, tacky about it. There wasn't anything uh, edgy in terms of inappropriate for young people. Um, and to me, that was a little refreshing from the occasional crotch grabbing and and you uh, know some people thought that Beyonce was uh, inappropriate. I, I just thought. I mean, I suppose that that those three artists for today's times are uh, appropriate. But I don't know. Again, Super Bowl Fifty. I expected to see something huge. I kind of thought they might roll out some of the other artists that had come along at halftime, not just Bruno Mars and Beyonce. Bruno Mars was all right. Um, but I thought they'd, I, they'd, like you said, I thought they'd roll out, like, you know, everybody that's still outside the grave and have them <laughs> have them on the stage doing little cameos throughout. But, um, but anyway, uh, if you're a Carolina Panther fan, sorry, you had a great season. Uh, Denver won the way they won all year long, kind of ugly. And, uh, it was, it wasn't a scintillating performance on the football field by either team, but one's team did a better job of scuttling the other team's defense. And, um, and I think Carolina just, boy, there were just too many short fields that led to field goals. And when, that was difference. When I saw the pregame interview with Wade Phillips and DeMarcus Ware, and then with Peyton Manning, and he's talking about what he had told the his teammates the day before, and he, he's choking back tears. I said, "Oh, it's going to be a long day." I just had this feeling like this is not going to be good for us at all. You got to credit Denver's defense; they're pretty good. And so, uh, yeah, Super Bowl NFL season now in the rearview mirror. It's done. Now, uh, football fans of all varieties have to just sit and wait. I am, I'm totally disgusted by what happened last night. I will not watch another game this season. The Good for you. Good call. It was on this date in 1910, the Boy Scouts of America were founded in Washington, D.C. Boy, you, you, you wonder if they ever thought what, what's happening socially with the Boy Scouts, if the founders ever could have even conceived of that. If you're out there and you're kind of like, really, yeah, Boy Scouts – um, look into Trail Life USA. Good friend of mine founded that. He was a, he was an Eagle Scout. His kids were Eagle Scouts, and he just he couldn't take it. So he founded a group, and now they've got you know a few hundred thousand kids involved. It's pretty cool, and they're just doing. They have adopted the classic traditional values of the Boy Scouts, and it is. I think they're in all fifty states already. And uh, and so if you're interested, it's traillifeusa.com. 6.15 on the morning show. Let's go to the Weather Channel Forecast Center. More on the Super Bowl in a little bit. We'll talk on the uh, the commercials. We'll play a little montage of the commercials. Get some snap sort of audio snapshots of the game as well. 
But let's go to the Weather Channel Forecast Center. Standing by with your WFLA forecast, Terry Smith. Terry. Good Monday morning, Preston. We've got ourselves a mild day today, but it doesn't stay for very long. We're sunny with a few clouds, like chance of a shower this afternoon. Breezy and 64, but tomorrow sunny, breezy, and only 50. I'm 100.7 FM WFLA's Terry Smith in the Weather Channel Forecast Center. I don't know if you saw it. Republican nomination for president, New Jersey Governor Chris Christie. Okay, now they've introduced Ben. The problem is Ben doesn't know it. And he's just standing there. And he's still just standing there. And he's still standing there. Texas Senator Ted Cruz. And then he hears Ted Cruz's name, and he stops, and he goes back in the hallway, and out comes Ted Cruz. Ben Carson still standing, waiting. He didn't know his name has been called. Uh, the, the producer's telling him, go out there, go out there, go out there. He's standing there. They introduced Florida Donald Senator Trump. Marco Rubio. But he's not coming. Now he's standing backstage, Donald Trump. And they're standing by each other. Marco Rubio goes by him. This is one of the funniest things you've ever seen in your life, and it's on our website now. You have to see this. This, this is just, it's unbelievable. So they, they, they bat, it's the Saturday, they went to a Saturday debate because they just couldn't fit one in any other time, I guess, in New Hampshire. And uh, Jeb Bush laps the two of them. So Ben Carson's just politely just standing backstage. He's already been called. And he's just standing there. And it's, and it's not his fault. He just did not hear his name through the, the din of the room. Trump got stuck the same way. So here's what happens. They get everybody out there except Trump and Carson, and then they think they've got everybody introduced. Hold on. And and they go, okay, now Donald Trump and Mr. Trump, come on out. And Because uh, they look around, they realize they got empty podiums. And then they ask Ben Carson to come out. So they come out, and then and then behind the two of them before they come out is John Kasich. They forgot him. So as they're getting Carson and Trump out, Rubio goes, hey, do you want me to introduce Kasich? <laughs> do you want me to introduce Governor Kasich? And so the moderators go, oh, oh, and uh, the Ohio Governor John Kasich, and Kasich comes out. It is one of the biggest sets of faux pas I have ever seen on live television. This is as bad as it gets. This, and and what's so funny is, They've got a camera staring down the line of, of, of the curtains. And you see the producer sticking his head out, going to Dr. Carson. Go, 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 go. And Dr. Carson, just in the panic of the moment, doesn't really know what he's being told to do. And he's just being as polite as can be. And you can just see just his body language. He's a little, you know, he's trying to not show anybody up. It was just... And and if you go back to the very beginning again, the Republican nomination for president, New Jersey Governor Chris Christie. Okay, listen to how loud it is. Okay, and he doesn't hear that. And so from that point forward, he's just standing, still standing. They're waiting on him. And the moderators are facing the audience, so they don't know that he hasn't walked out behind them. 
They had no idea he's not there, and they go to Ted Cruz, and Cruz laps him. Texas Senator Ted Cruz. And Carson was just walking out when he heard Ted Cruz, and then he stopped, and he went back. (laughs) You have got to, folks. I watched the debate. I missed the very first few minutes of it where allegedly Marco Rubio was just throttled. Uh, yeah, we'll get we'll get to that as well. But um, but it, it was just this is a great clip. It's very very funny, and you can see it at wflafm.com. Twenty minutes past six a.m. here on the morning show. The most trending news stories updated at the top of the hour. What we need is action exclusively on one hundred point seven FM, WFLA. 31 degrees outside. You know, I should I should be able to understand it by now, but I just I will never get my mind around how the mainstream media ignores certain stories and grabs other stories. I mean, I get it, but I don't. Does it make sense? I mean, we understand the wiring of the mainstream media. 90% of the media give to Democrat liberal candidates. They have an absolute bias and slant that comes out in, in what they do. I've tried to tell people that say, well, Fox News is in the tank for conservatives. Well, the the hosts of their their nighttime shows, absolutely. I mean, from the five on, and and maybe you could float back to Neil Cavuto. I think the five might be one of the best shows on television. It's 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 a great program. Neil Cavuto certainly leans conservative. Why? Because he does business, and business is conservative. You, you can have the most liberal politics in the world. But businessmen that are successful will run their business as conservatives. You can't succeed if you don't. But I've always tried to explain to people that the news reporting on Fox, for example, is right down the middle. It's the way it ought to be. They go, no, it's conservative. No, middle is to the right of left. It just seems that way. The mainstream media is so far off the page in what they choose to report, how they report, and so forth. A couple of examples here. And and this one... Tell me this, how many of you have heard the story of the father that ratted out his ISIS-loving son who was planning to shoot up a 6,000-member church? Yeah, you haven't heard that story, have you? It's just, it's why wouldn't you have heard that story? It shows that not everybody that's here... And Muslim is a bad guy, and they're not. They're not all bad people. In this case, the FBI caught a guy ready to shoot up a 6,000-member church on behalf of ISIS, lone wolf attack, when his dad saw the stuff in his car, the mask, the whole, all the gear, and turned him in. Now, where's that story? Fox. Fox has that story. No one else has it. I haven't seen. Have you seen that story? I haven't seen that story. How about this? How about a a mass shooting in New Orleans that was stopped by a guy with a concealed carry weapon? A group of motorcyclists and and it it looks or not motorcyclists, ATV drivers. You know, you know, sometimes on a weekend or something, you'll see it up on the north side of town. Motorcycle club. They're going for a ride on the weekend, and they, they'll stop at a gas station and, you know, get something to drink and fill up their bikes, and they'll just kind of hang out. Doesn't bother me. I, you know, I don't know what the deal is. 
Well, someone got enraged at, at a group of ATV riders that had huddled together somewhere back in November, and the stories come out now, and, and someone pulls a gun and starts shooting these guys. Well, one of the ATV riders has a carry concealed permit. He pulls the gun, stops the shooter. See that story anywhere? Nope. This comes from the New Orleans Advocate. 3.30 in the afternoon. I mean, this wasn't a gang thing. It was just a group of ATV enthusiasts riding around, and someone, I don't know if they got into a road rage thing. No telling why the guy who started shooting started shooting. But one of the guys said, uh, yeah, we're, we're not going to have any of that. They got He didn't get arrested or anything. But the point of the matter is the story has a hero in it that is a citizen legally carrying concealed. And he stopped a, a potential mass shooting. Where's the news? Where's the coverage? And um, I, it, it's just... It is a pattern of the press ignoring stories that don't fit the narrative that the mainstream media wants out there in support of the president's agenda that is anti-Second Amendment. And that's why gun bills in the Florida House and the Florida Senate matter. That's why you need to be sending off email to Andy Gardner today because this afternoon the Judiciary Committee for the Senate is going to meet. Are they going to reconsider what what the House passed last week for gun bills? Probably not. But you can put some pressure on Andy Gardner and Miguel Diaz de la Portilla and say you need to consider these bills. We'll talk more about all that with Ed Moore. I'm sure that you know he he and I might butt heads a little bit. But he understands the process because he's part of it, and he's more sympathetic to it than I am. I'm just no, it's wrong. The will of the people has great interest in this, and what you do is you force then the people to take this up in constitutional amendment form. It's like here locally, because the city politicians aren't responsive to the people, the people are forced to take up action their own way, i.e. the ethics referendum last time around. You know, I mean, you, you leave no recourse to the citizenry. Take matters into their own hands. 6.30, let's do news. Come back with more. It's the morning show on 100.7 FM WFLA. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Can't wait to talk with you later today at 3. Now back to the morning show with Preston Scott on 100.7 FM WFLA. 31 degrees outside, 37 minutes past 6 a.m. Good morning. Steve Stewart joins us on the phone line in just a little while. He'll come in by the Prime Meridian Bank Home Loan Hotline this morning. Not in studio. Dr. Ed Moore in studio in the 8 o'clock hour talking about the legislative session. But again, I remind you, the website, WFLAFM.com, you must go. We've got everything Super Bowl on there. We'll get to that in just a minute. But we've also got that GOP, the intro to the GOP debate, which was spectacularly funny. And you can see it for yourself. It's a short clip, but well worth the watch. And again, that's at WFLAFM.com. Big story in the press box, the Super Bowl. You know, for a lot of people, the game is almost irrelevant. And and if you will, that is the genius of what the NFL has created. 
They have created a day where people that aren't necessarily NFL football fans tune in. It's a happening. It's an event. You don't have to care about the game. You watch the halftime show. You watch all the preliminary stuff. You, it, you, you then actually pay attention to the commercials. Really? You're eating Doritos? He's eating Doritos on my ultrasound. See the guy taking my little girl out, huh? Yep. Huh. You know, why don't you go ahead and take my new car? Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Go ahead, baby. Anybody want to feed Scott Bayo? It's included in the price of admission. No? They say we're a nation divided. They say we disagree on everything. That's not true. We agree on a lot. Like Paul Rudd. Everybody loves Paul Rudd. Alexa, how many Oscars has Alec Baldwin won? Alec Baldwin has won zero. Alexa, stop. Well played, Marino. If you drive drunk, you, simply put, are a short-sighted, utterly useless, oxygen-wasting human form of pollution, a Darwin Award-deserving, selfish coward. Okay, there's just some clips. Now, the um, the the baby puppy monkey thing, that was just gross. Puppy monkey baby. Yeah, that was gross. That's not that that's not going to move the, the the needle for them at all. It's funny today when I think about it, but yesterday I was like See, I thought that was just distasteful. Just, I was just stunned like what? The Doritos commercial was hilarious, the ultrasound one. That was funny. Hyundai, as I mentioned, I, I thought their spots were really clever and uh, and good. Um, avocados from Mexico was kind of funny. Uh, here's what was funny about that to me. They've got basically a bunch of aliens in the future, and they're showing life in America in this museum of sorts. And they've got a they've got a section of a jet, a passenger airliner, and people crammed in there. And the and the guy giving the tour says, We think it was a a torture device of some type. And then just the two seconds of Scott Bio, uh Bayo Bio uh, on the air on on the on the thing was funny. And and the mentioning that you can feed him if you want, it's included in the price of the tour. And nobody took him up on that. Uh, Amazon Echo was funny. 
they had Alec Baldwin on there with Dan Marino. And Baldwin is uh, is is zipping Marino for never winning a Super Bowl. And Marino zips him back for never having won an Oscar. And that's where that thing runs. I thought overall, if I were to give the commercials a grade, I, I would give the overall presentation of the commercials about a five, maybe a six on a scale of one to ten. Letter grade C. Yeah, yeah, that would work. Um, there were some very clever ones. The drunk driving one was pretty funny. You know, the, the Helen Mirren. Mirren I, the I want to marry Helen Mirren. Do you? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. And then, oh, by the way, there was the game on CBS. And the Denver Broncos have taken Super Bowl 50. You got to give credit to what they did. I, I thought, again, they did some really good things on the defensive side of the ball. They made some plays. Pass rush was strong for them. And unfortunately, we didn't capitalize when we got the ball down near our red zone. They just played better than us. I don't know what you want me to say. It takes a lot of um, hard work, and uh, you got to have some, got to have some good fortune. And, and so we were very grateful to be here, to be in this game, to play in the 50th Super Bowl, and certainly to be victorious. We haven't really paid attention to the underdog talking and, and this talking that talk. We know what type of team we are. We know what type of game we could play. We're proud you could take this back to Denver for Pat Bowling and for your Denver Bronco fans. Your Super Bowl champs. Congratulations. There you go. And so we have the cap on the NFL season. Uh, Ron Rivera was spectacular in defeat. He was just class epitomized. Um, his interview with, and, and that was the press conference. You heard a clip. His interview after the game with one of the CBS sideline reporters was so high class. Everything from the graciousness in which he congratulated Denver, the the way that he presented the outcome of the game to his team that he shared, and something that a lot of people might ignore was just how pleasantly he said, you're welcome, when the interviewer said, thank you for your time. And he just said, you're very welcome. Just, and I know Dave over there is a little down. He's a Carolina fan, but but you know if there's if there's such a thing as winning in defeat, and we talk about it, you know, yeah, you win on the scoreboard, and we get that. But there is also a lot of wins along the way in the course of a, of an event like the Super Bowl. And if you're a Panther fan, you have got to be smiling from ear to ear. Because you built your team, and, and I will compare it to the, to the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay builds their team through what's called draft and develop. They draft and develop. They Every now and then they'll get a free agent, but they do it that way because it does a couple things. Number one, it keeps the salary cap healthy, always under control. The cap has to run the team. If you give in to free agency, if you look at free agency – uh, beyond your own players first and foremost, you know, you do, you draft and develop. And so players will come and go through that process. But that's the difference in these two teams. Denver built their team on big, high-end free agency. They're in a tough spot now. I don't think they can, they can repeat. Carolina's positioned to have a chance at being there every year. 
I personally think my Green Bay Packers have a chance of being there. Why? Because they have the man, a quarterback, and Carolina has Cam Newton, and you have draft and develop around you. Longevity. But you brought up the main reason why I believe we were there last night. Ron Rivera Class is guy. a better coach than I ever gave him credit for, and he's an even better man you you get to hold your head up high when you hear a guy like that. That's what I'm saying. So just step back and remember what he told his team. Two years ago, Denver was in that losing locker room. Now look at him. And his point is just we're there. Maybe we'll win one next time. I mean, I, I just I'm that guy that likes the idea of be competitive. Have a shot every year. You're not going to win the Super Bowl every year. I mean, look, let's be candid. The New England Patriots of the world, that's a fluke. That's just, that's an anomaly. You lose Tom Brady, that's that team is a very different team. And it will come to an end, okay? But they're in the hunt. And that's what I want. I want a team that might win it every now and then, but is always in the hunt. They're in the playoffs. They've got a chance. Give me that any day of the week over a flash in the pan, and then you're out. Um. So congratulations if you're a Denver Bronco fan. Enjoy it. 45 minutes past 6 a.m. Let's go to the Weather Channel Forecast Center. Terry Smith standing by with your updated forecast. Terry. Good Monday morning, Preston. We've got ourselves a mild day today, but it doesn't stay for very long. We're sunny with a few clouds, slight chance of a shower this afternoon. Breezy and 64, but tomorrow sunny, breezy, and only 50. I'm 100.7 FM WFLA's Terry Smith in the Weather Channel Forecast Center. Uh, A couple odds and ends here before I get to a very poignant story here this morning. I saw this back a couple weeks ago. Jobless claims are at a seven-month high. Think about this for a second. Jobless claims are at a seven-month high. And unemployment dropped to 4.9%. What's wrong with that picture? Tell you what's wrong with that picture is you've got to believe what your eyes are seeing over what you're being told. There is no way on this side of eternity our real unemployment rate is at 4.9%. It just, it does, that is a fantasy. Record numbers on food stamps, jobless claims back up, seven month high, layoffs up. I think I saw the number 96 million eligible workers out of the workforce. You realize that's just under a third of the country? Just under. That's that's remarkable. Anyway, yesterday was a um, a bad anniversary here in our community. It was one year ago yesterday that Ansley Rayborn died at a party with a bunch of kids in her neighborhood in the Northeast. The house was empty. Someone got a key to the house. I, if I remember the story, the, the owners of the house had the house up for sale or something. And the son of the family that owned the home got a key through a party. 
All the neighbors knew the house was empty and did nothing when they saw dozens and dozens of vehicles and kids out partying. So the neighbors said nothing. Then in the wee hours of the morning, because kids lied to their parents that they were spending the night at a friend's house and parents didn't check each other and didn't verify stories and so this party happens and some kids are drunk and they're high and they start driving and it goes wrong vehicle flips tosses young ansley 14 years old out of the car she's dead instead of worrying about her classmate kids are seen by neighbors grabbing bottles of beer and the 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 evidence of the party and throwing it away and trying to cover their tracks and their their friend is there dying here's why i'm mentioning this the end of an article in the uh, tallahassee democrat of the weekend written by carl letters and good job carl writing the article um he writes, one bad decision cost Ansley's life. The Rayborns hope their tragedy can serve as a reminder to others of how dire the consequences can be. Um, the mother of Ansley Rayborn said, Sean and I hope that the loss of Ansley's life will hopefully prevent another young life taken. She made a big impact, and I think now, I think people now are definitely more aware. No, they're not, and that's my, that's my word. I'm well, I'm well connected out in the Childs family. And Childs is no different than any other high school. And here's the message, Childs parents. Please verify what your kids are doing because the same kids that threw this party where this young lady died were back throwing parties a few weeks later after her death. And they're still throwing them today. They're still throwing this same group of kids is throwing parties getting drunk because they haven't learned their lesson because the parents, you haven't learned your lessons. Not all of you, but enough of you that this stuff is still happening routinely. Now, I know it's happening at Childs. The question becomes, what are we doing in our schools? You know, the message has been out there. You can't bring in a, a wrecked car, put it in the middle of the gym, and impress teenagers anymore. They don't care. They don't think it'll happen to them. They think they're clever. They think they're smarter. And guess what? They are because they've got so many parents fooled into thinking that they're just hanging out with their buddies and you grow weary of checking up on them and they count on that. And so there's a there's a there's a mantra I want you to understand. Trust but verify. This is the voice of experience. I was the gullible parent of a high school kid a few years ago that ended up in serious, serious trouble. And she's lucky to be alive. And I brought her with me to an event last year to talk to some of you parents. And your mouths dropped open at how easy it is for your kids to drink, to get drugs on campus, and to do these parties. And she told you how she scammed me. She explained how it works. All I'm telling you is, one year after Ansley Rayborn died unnecessarily, parents, you're still not getting it. 52 minutes past 6 a.m. It's the morning show. Sorry if that's a little touchy-feely around the edges there, and it makes you uncomfortable, but I'm just telling you the cold-hearted 
facts. I'm not putting myself on a pedestal. I've just laid my soul bare before you. I don't want to keep seeing stories like this. So come on. Time to check up on your kids. Let's go to uh let's go to better things here. Happier things. Got Steve Stewart coming up in just a few minutes. In the meantime, what do you say we give you a chance to win some ice cream? The uh, Brewster's Food for Thought Challenge is next here on WFLA. Call me now, 205-WFLA, 205-9352 if you want to win some ice cream from Brewster's. Current, topical, and trending with updates at the top and bottom of the hour. I try and pay attention so that I'm up with current events. 100.7 FM, WFLA. Brewster's Real Ice Cream, they make their ice cream fresh in the stores. Each and every day, they got two locations here in town on Tharp near Godby High School and on Appalachie Parkway. National Restaurant News votes them the best. Best in the country. Here's what you need to know. Chocolate mudslide. <clears throat> Excuse me. You okay over there? Yeah, I'm a little, little, little choked up here. And uh, chocolate raspberry truffle. Don't say that. Those are your flavors of the month. And standing by on the phone line is Mike. Hey, Mike. Good morning, Preston. How are you? I'm good, brother. You ready to play? Sure. For those of you that are new to the program, you've never heard us do this. Mike can choose history, geography, science, nature, tech, sports and rec, or entertainment. And if he really wants to live on the edge, he can just have me close my eyes, and I'll just pick one, and we call that anything goes. So what would you like, sir? Uh... Go ahead and pick one. Okay. All right. Living on the edge. I like it. And I'm shuffling the cards. Got my eyes closed. And you got sports and recreation. Name the two universities involved in rowing in a rowing race every year since 1829 on the Thames River. Oh, my goodness. Honestly, I think you can come up with this. I'm going to reread the question while you think about it. Name the two universities involved in a rowing race every year since 1829 on the Thames River. Uh, I'll go with two California universities, UCLA and USC. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mike. Mike, thanks for calling in and playing today. but uh, Okay. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, the Thames, if I'm not mistaken, I think we're talking the U.K. Yes. And and do you want to take a guess at this one? No, I don't, because I can't think of anything but Princeton and Harvard, and they're here, not there. Yes, it would be Oxford Oxford. and Cambridge. Cambridge, that's right. Oxford and Cambridge on the River Thames. Yeah, that um, that that was just one of those odd, quirky little questions. No winner, though. So sorry. We have a lot of those. Quirky, odd questions? Yeah. Yes, yes we do. Uh, but we're not talking about my inter- interview style right now. <laughs> Let's just leave that, a bit, leave that be. Um, I mentioned to you earlier in the broadcast, gun bills today. Very, very important. Um, I've had a lot of people email me the exact same line. Good bills go to die in the Senate. Um. I, I don't I don't get I understand and I, I'm going to hold on to this so I can talk about this some more with Ed Moore in the eight o'clock hour. 
But these are four gun bills passed by the House. And I just feel like each deliberative body has a responsibility to, to at least consider bills that the other body passes. Is that the political way to say don't get your hopes up? Well, I just know that there is a personal agenda here that seems to be playing out. And, I, and it bothers me at, at, to no end. I mean, just think about it for a second. Well, I'm not going to let that be heard because if it's heard, it could be passed. Well, why would it be passed? Because a majority member of lawmakers think it's the thing to do. Well, why would that be? Because a majority number of lawmakers have heard from their constituents. You get my point. I'm, you're reverse engineering this to a certain extent. But still, it just it gnaws at me. And, and I still think that decorum should require that if the Senate passes a bill, the House has a responsibility to at least allow it on the floor for discussion. If it's passed, if it just if it never makes it and so forth, so be it. Um, and if the other side has its own version and they pass theirs and they, they can't find a way to, to work a compromise out, so be it. But to not give these gun bills even a chance on the floor? Here's my point. Uh, you might want to send a note to uh, State Senator Miguel Diaz de la Portilla and Senate President Andy Gardner and uh, demand that they allow the gun bills to be heard on the floor. 7 o'clock, when we come back, Steve Stewart from Tallahassee Reports will join me. Busy, busy news locally, and we'll get the latest next on 100.7 FM WFLA. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.